Though there's some top-notch graphics. Lewis from West Derbyshire, England. Welcome to the Rebel <laughs> News Daily live stream. Rebelnews.com slash live streams is you, where you can find the daily feed. We're on Rumble, Super U, Odyssey, Getter, and of course, YouTube, where they love us and hate us all at the same time. So subscribe where you see fit and consider paying a chat to get to us. You know, whether it's insults, comments, questions, news articles, or just a shout out in some way, we appreciate it. So you can do that on Rumble, Super U, and Odyssey. Rumble rants, Super U, shouts, Odyssey, hyper chats from the future, Lewis Brackwell. How are you today, young man? I'm very well. It's good to see you oh. once again for our weekly um, shenanigans over at the Rebel Daily. So I'm glad to be here. How are you? I'm doing very well uh, for those who aren't aware, which is everybody, except for the people in this room. We've already had an hour together this morning on another show and do another hour mm -hmm. today. And maybe, you know, after school today, we'll just get together at the park and hit the swing set as well. Lewis Brackpool. Yep. So right off the top, we've got some... You know, sad, funny, sad, sadder news. Ryerson University in Canada, since it's so bigoted, bigoted of them to have a bad name uh, based off a Canadian, you know, historical figure, they tore down the statue. You know, Antifa was so happy, and so were people with blue hair all across the country. Now they've officially changed their name, Lewis, to what? Let's bring it up. Toronto Metropolitan University. Spend hundreds of thousands of dollars to change your signage and all your stuff just to please like 12 people is pretty much what it is. Lewis, where, where are we now in life, <laughs> Lewis? Where are we in society? Listen, this isn't just happening over in Canada. It's happening everywhere across the West at the minute. I mean, it was only a few weeks ago that over here, uh, we are to change, a, well, potentially change a park name to in honor of Diane Abbott, uh, a Labour MP. Okay. Um, Diane Abbott is a Labour MP, um, of course, and it's due. It's due, I think there there must be a an article about it. Um, I think GB News put up an article um, regarding this. But uh, yeah, they want to change absolutely everything, rewrite history to do with uh, slavery. Here it is. A London park could be renamed in honor of Diane. So Abbott. an Diane current is... sitting politician. Yes, and she is possibly the worst, <laughs> one of the worst politicians that Labour has ever even conceived. So, yeah, I don't know. So it's not just happening over in in Canada. It's happening over here as well. We are not alone. Um, so. Don't you worry. You'll never walk alone. You might even see Lewis. No, we need to save the <laughs> need to save these parks from the names of these tyrannical, you know, members of parliament. That's ridiculous. Mm -hmm. you, you don't just name over here. Sc public schools and streets are named after astronauts or historical figures that have done some good. We do have no. There's a Christine Elliott Drive in Whitby, Ontario, Canada, which I understand there's probably a Whitby in England as well, and. <laughs> This is a woman who is a provincial government member, so it, I guess it's not unprecedented, but I think it's silly. The, this woman's mm -hmm. in her 40s, and she's already done enough, I guess, for who knows <laughs> to be having a street named after her. I'm glad I don't live on that street, just like I don't want to live on Doug Ford Cheeseburger Lane or something like that. Mm. Olivia's yeah, bringing well, up the map here. It's in north. <laughs> I used to live near here, everybody. Christine Elliott, Elliott Avenue. Brilliant. Coming up next, the nice. blueprints to her home. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> we'll put that up after. Yeah, there's not much to say other than it's silly, woke stuff, Lewis. Um, David mm -hmm. Menzies, national treasurer here at Rebel News, went to Ryerson University. I can only hope to expect a story from him about this. Um, of course, everything was done under false pretenses when they tore the statue down, which makes it that much more hilarious, if not horrific. And this is where we are today in Canada. Um, who's saying yes to this? If they want to do this, go ahead. I'm not sending my non-existent children to your school that cares so much about this sort of thing. You know, change George Washington mm -hmm. University, change the Abraham Lincoln Monument to be, I don't know, Beto O'Rourke or something. Uh, we can do all mm -hmm. that stuff. But uh, as long as we don't hurt anyone's feelings, that hasn't been alive for 200 years. The next yeah, story, Lewis, of it. is, um, where is this out of Sky News? 
Climate this change. Sky News. Go ahead. <laughs> do you want me to do it? Yeah, do I you? just I just wanted to say that they finally solved climate change. I think again. That I think they have again. <laughs> yeah, for the one hundredth time. Sky News puts out a headline. Uh, this was today, uh, not so long ago, saying that designers of a cow face mask that neutralizes emissions mm-hmm. from belching. And it's won a £50,000 Prince Charles prize. Prince and Charles. And can have a little look at the image of the cow wearing this. It's a very chill mask. chill and relaxed cow. It is. It is. <laughs> even with a strange device attached Bane to it. Bane cow? It seems your milk Bane now. Cow. Yeah. Um, your milk is doing wonders, Batman. <laughs> Drink this milk and perhaps you will find eternal darkness. There you go. Uh, a face mask for cows that neutralizes the climate heating gas methane in their belches has won a design award from Prince Charles and designer Sir Joni Ive, I'm going to say. I've uh, never heard of him, totally honest. Uh, <laughs> you mean you don't know every college. person who's been knighted in your country? No, I don't, strangely. Wow. And I don't know the Queen afterward, afterwards, like personally. Weird. Um, students from the Royal College of Art were tasked with designing projects that reverse the damage humans are doing to the climate and nature. And funnily enough, they picked a face mask. Funnily um, enough. Out of 125 submissions, four teams of RCA students and alumni have been chosen as the winners of the inaugural Terra Carter Design Lab competition receiving £50,000 in funding and to help further develop their ideas. And among the four winning designs was a harness for cattle to convert their methane emissions into CO2 and water vapour in real time. So basically, a mask that goes on, and every time a uh, cow decides to burp, uh, it basically converts it (laughs) into... Basically, the majority is emitted uh, through their belching, but some also comes from their flatulence. So I'm hoping we're going to see pants yeah. and or shorts or cow underwear. Yeah. Lewis, yeah, how ironic basically. is it that the uh, Prince Charles Award is awarded to somebody for something that covers a face? Some may yeah. be asking, why isn't he covering his face? Which yeah. he probably does. Yeah, let's just cover every animal with these weird face masks, along with us as well, which they've been doing. There's so much to do with cow belching and farting and the gas emissions from cows, but Mm. it doesn't take much research to know that soybean farming is much worse for the environment. You can't grow anything Mm. on there for a much larger time. The What's the... The turnaround on it. What's the farming term for a turnaround? You know what I mean. The yield, Lewis, is a uh, yield. It takes much longer. Uh, you have to clear out much larger spaces. The animals, Lewis. Please think of the animals as well. And it's a big problem yeah. in places like Brazil. Um, so places where mm-hmm. people have fought to get rid of, you know, cow farming, and in many places end up burning down the forests um, and yep. surrounding areas. There is now avocado as well avocado there is now you know farms there that are worse but as long as it doesn't feel worse lewis as long as we feel better about our beans and we know how you like your beans you're eating them by the can from heinz beans every single day yeah (laughs) i'm in the factories (laughs) (laughs) we can't keep up with his demand sir (laughs) yeah but i love my beans bruv come on build back better bruv oh man but yeah it's we're just knee-deep in hypocrisy here, and everything's about feelings. Yeah. And we we got to mask these cows, and we're going to award people. It's all this circular motion of award this person this so that they can have this green energy solution, and it's my billionaires over your billionaires. It's just enough. It's just people, if they're treated kindly and honestly, and they're given the truth, they will make the right decision, but people aren't being given the right truth. The, the actual truth, I should say, not the version of truth. And, and I feel like there is a place, of course, for innovation such as this. But when we've gotten down to cow masks instead of mm. how can we make our car engines more efficient or something like that, mm-hmm. how can we make pollution from factories more efficient, we're down to cow masks and people are going to say, well, these university students, this is the most, you know, intricate and most integral part of society we are being a part of. And the queen, 
through the prince is going to literally give you money to pursue this green agenda. And we can parlay that, Lewis, into this story. I'm looking for it. Out of Canada, yes. Ontario youth are more depressed and anxious than pre-pandemic days due to what, Lewis? Climate change and COVID-19. It's not locking them down. It's not the school children that are wearing masks that walk down my street every day even though they don't have to. They're wearing them outside. They're wearing them at school even though they don't have to. It's COVID and it's climate change, obviously. Let's read some of this article from our spin doctors at CTV News. Who's the author of this? I can't read this. Abby... Neufeld. 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 Nice Germanic name. Ontario high school student Russ Levy says the last two years haven't been easy on him or his peers. I wonder why. Mississauga resident who serves as youth advisor to the Center for Addiction and Mental Health told CTV News, between climate anxiety and the pandemic, he's seen mental health worse climate than over the... Climate anxiety. I'm sorry. Now, before we read the rest of the article, Lewis... Is it, and back to us, please, Olivia, is it going to mention lockdowns or masking, or is it just going to no. say no? Okay, your predictions now. On Tuesday, um, they released findings of their biennial, I'm going to have to get writer Dave's opinion on the use of that word, Ontario Student <laughs> Drug Use and Health Survey results show that the youth surveyed across the province feeling increased feelings of depression due to the pandemic and climate change. So you've rewritten the same paragraph twice. Congratulations. Survey launched in 1977 is to gauge youth experiences with drug use, mental health, et cetera, et cetera. Grades 7 to 12 were surveyed. Online questionnaire, which can always be trusted. Students spanned 122 schools across 30, so 2,225 high school students. Uh, let's scroll down a bit. We see COVID-19 pandemic impact. Experienced feelings of depression with the future because of COVID-19, with more than a third of those students during the pandemic Stating the pandemic significantly negatively impacted their mental health. Why is that? Let's not ask why. Bobby dealt with this issue himself. Uh, school closures to be challenging. I became very withdrawn. You don't say. Everything felt optional. Oh, you don't say. Wonderful teachers we've got here in this province. Uh, the unions, I should say. Learning from home mm -hmm. to be very difficult. Louis Brackpool. I know mm. and you know that if we had online schooling when we were in high school, we'd be turning around and playing PlayStation every other minute. We'd be 100%. watching YouTube videos. It's not hard to skirt Spyro. around these rules. Spyro. It'd be so easy <laughs> to have your camera on you and be doing things in other mm. windows while on mute. Like, prove me wrong. Well, no, yeah, I can't really. I mean, it's just pure distraction. When When you were talking about things like climate anxiety and we know with things that's like, the teacher's know, fault <laughs> it is yeah absolutely and remember the rhetoric as well coming from env environmentalists they're drilling into people's minds okay that <laughs> that the whole world is going to end within 10 years because of this if we don't mask our cows now lewis <laughs> we've yeah. got seven years to live gosh i mean it's the same thing i wrote up something recently the other day as well that um the European Union is asking its citizens to stay at home or work from home to beat Putin. But it's all in relation to the climate agenda because that's what they want. That's 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 the agenda. We know it. We know that this to be true. And it all it all coincides. It's all you know, it's all mapped out by the by these people now. It's unbelievable. I mean it's so plain and clear for everyone to see, but people are just sleepwalking through it and going yeah all right if i turn down my air conditioning that's gonna work <laughs> do you know what i mean that's gonna <laughs> stop putin's war machine and solve the climate crisis now we're putting masks on cows that's right <laughs> now, we're, now we're blaming things on on you know on students for, for not partaking in in certain activities yeah if you question lockdown that's that's sorry i'm going on a rant now I let's just, make sure you know, that that other article didn't mention masking because the people that watch us yeah. for weird reasons that just to hate us will cry if we mm -hmm. don't say that 11 percent of the yeah. youth uh, let's see relationships with their parent guardian has worsened um 11 say they would they always talk to a parent or guardian about problems and feelings nearly half said they sometimes shared these things with a parent 40 percent said they never did 
Yeah, so nothing about masks, which of course, why nothing. would why would a child having to wear a mask eight hours a day be bothersome? That's so much joy. Mm. It's just the future because of COVID-19. Negatively impacted mental health, and they're very extremely difficult to learn online. Relationship of parents have become worse. A quarter of children say their relationship with their parents have got, have gotten worse because the parents have to stay home and watch them instead of the kids being yeah, in school. Basically. And why do they have to stay home, Louis? Because the teachers don't want to work. Whether the teachers or actually just the unions, yeah. they don't want to go back to work. They had March no. break. They they were back to work for like last year. They were back to work for like two weeks, and they're like, oh, we need March break. Oh, we need to go back to online learning. This is unsafe. A bunch yeah. of people who get an entire summer off. And good on them for wanting to be teachers and wanting to be teaching the youth, even though they do like to brainwash them from time to time, especially in Ontario, where they vote almost exclusively for the NDP. Yeah. You well, still have to work. There's this thing where it's like, oh, the, please, the teachers, the te not all, no teachers are bad. Like, it was just like how yeah. the camel's back had to be broken against teachers, just like it had to be broken against doctors <laughs> and, and scientists for the pandemic. They're not all amazing people. The libs mm. of TikTok is a great example of showing how teachers are not all great people. Most of them, mm. yes, I would say. I never had a problem with 90% of the teachers that I ever had in my life. But you know just as I do that 10% of lunatics that make it into teaching that want you to teach your children about how their gender is not what it may seem or about how the world is mm. coming to an end in 10 years. Yeah, and you must remember, of course, if the media are pumping out cases every single day and constantly reminding people okay that cases are constantly going up and deaths are going up and things like that how do you think that's going to impact a child if they're constantly around that so <laughs> make it make sense for crying out loud i'm bored of it i'm willing to bet there's a teacher in toronto or vancouver who had a daily covid number thing up in their classroom mm. every day and i was 100%. listening to the great joe rogan podcast today with duncan trussell i love that guy and he was talking about something i agree with which would be what would be called nanny cams there should be a camera feed to your classroom up in the corner so you can see what the teacher's doing so they're not doing anything inappropriate like watching anything inappropriate and are actually working it would help for the teacher's evaluation with their school board but also so you could tune in anytime if you're a teacher or if you're a parent during the day and hear what's going on in the classroom not enough to hear the children whispering i'm not into like the children should have some sort of privacy where they can lean over to jimmy and sally and say whatever they want to them but so that when the teachers talk into the classroom they can see what's going on they can hear what's going on and see what's being taught um, otherwise you're going to end up with the things you don't want, and, and it doesn't have to be, you know, I'm not saying we can't have certain things taught, but what I'm saying is the parent has a right to know. Because when it gets too far, when it becomes communism, or you're dying in five years, or uh, mm. pull up your mask or else you're a terrible person, that's when the parents deserve to be able to see it. That's all I'm saying. Absolutely. Yeah. No and one profession is be... infallible. Yeah, and I, I, I believe that, you know, the parents should have way more rights than the school to decide on uh, on this what this child should learn and what this child is being force fed every day in their lessons imagine that you come home uh, a child your child comes home and then you ask them, oh so what did you learn about today and then they start going on about pansexualism or like you know oh uh, yeah we just we realized that in 10 years um we're going to be underwater so yeah that that's <laughs> great should i even really be going to school um do you know what i mean so it would get to that point so you know yeah, parents should have way more rights and uh, and and way more of a say uh, in what they uh, should be teaching their their children. And I say they, I mean the school and, and the state, basically. If your child spent forty hours a week with a teacher they thought was cool, and ninety-five percent of what the teacher said is okay, and then that mm. other five percent is, you know what? I really don't think we should have borders. And then a couple hours a week, they talk about how borders are stupid and how everybody is legal. And the kid mm. goes home and then says that to their parent. They're like, what are you like? What are you talking about? That cool mm. teacher is going to get the upper hand. And we've all had a cool teacher. Mine was Mr. Jenkinson, all, yeah. the history teacher who made us reenact <laughs> things. And it was cool and fun. And he had tattoos and he did mm. magic tricks. But he was just teaching us about World War II. If he started teaching us about, you know, uh, windmills, windmill turbines. Windmills. 
windmill turbines yes. then maybe i would be more like you know what i'm saying like i would be like hmm, maybe yeah. windmills are a good idea and they don't yeah. take up too much room and they don't destroy the environment <laughs> at all you know they haven't got toxic metals in them and you can't recycle them Weird. they don't kill birds and bats and they just get left mm. for dead there is a, p a patch of land on the highway 401 here lewis and highways are mm. big stretches of large roads that you can go drive fast on which we have in our continent um nice <laughs> the more you Thanks. know <laughs> yep. <laughs> Stop bullying Lewis, you guys, is what they're going to say. <laughs> um, there's a big yep. stretch of land with windmills. They've been there forever. I don't. They don't produce very much energy. They don't offset anything. It's a football field worth of windmills, I think, for... I'm not even nice. going to claim. Let's look that up, Olivia. But after we do this stuff about Twitter, try to let somebody super chat me that answer of how much... How many houses can a field of windmills power and then uh we'll read that on there i'd like to know that I'd i like would to like know to that. know that we're not going to abuse our producer to get that information either so <laughs> as we all know elon has taken over twitter people's accounts are popping up out of nowhere that were banned for a year or more people are saying whatever they want to say about elections about covid about you know whether paw patrol should be taken off the air you know that's just me mm -hmm. and some hilarious reactions, of course. We have people openly disagreeing with Elon about the New York Post being suspended. Tucker Carlson's back on there, and we'll get to the New York Post thing in a second. But Twitter's top lawyer is said to have cried during the meeting about Elon Musk's buyout. And this is from the Daily Wire. Um, let's throw that up. Tim Meads, I'm not familiar with him. Um, let's scroll down and read a little bit. Leftist tears were literally flowing. All right, it's this angle. <laughs> At Twitter headquarters on Monday yeah. after Elon Musk's offer to buy a social media platform was accepted. On Tuesday, Political reported that Twitter's top lawyer, Vijaya Gadi, called a virtual meeting among policy and legal teams that she oversees to discuss how Musk would impact the company. Gadi cried during the meeting as she expressed concerns about how the company could change, according to three people familiar with the meeting, Political reported. So if you're not sure who this woman is, she went on Joe Rogan with Jack Dorsey mm. and Tim Poole, and they flat out denied so many things about banning people. And the funny thing to me, Lewis, is you're okay with tons of people being banned and, mm. you know, making dead naming a suspendable offense and suppressing news stories and suppressing people's ideas, really, shadow banning them, mm -hmm. as we know from Project Veritas. And mm -hmm. somebody comes in with the offer to make things a free speech platform and this hurts you enough to cry like yeah. you're afraid of the idea that people can't say what they want anymore and that you can't control what they say there she is mm. great episode yeah. if you want to go back and see how much the twitter executives and she's her top lawyer a top legal professional is crying over the fact that she's got a new boss yeah i'm so i'm these tears are good by the way i'm just putting that out there these are good tears i'll tell you why it's because if she didn't cry and everything was just yeah just another day at work we're back to normal that would be a bit worrying because that means that there's no change about to come so yeah this is a good thing um this is a good thing that she's crying i can't believe i'm saying that so wow lewis brack <laughs> there is footage um or actually there's audio that you can find livia i think it's project veritas not to uh, double up yes. on their shout-outs, from the internal meeting where I don't trust the guy. I forget what his name is, the one that Jack Dorsey put in charge, and he believes in so much. Yes. Um, it should be on, I think it's a Facebook link, but they posted it somewhere. Project Veritas, undercover audio from, there you go. Yeah, let's find that to play so people can see that the Twitter higher-ups are still, you know, saying, don't worry, we're just, like, they say a lot of stuff without saying anything. Let's go ahead and play this. Just play, like, a minute of the intro here. Dun, 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 dun. Too many pop-ups is what I'm watching. We're getting a lot of pop-ups. have a can of beans in that time. <laughs> I'm joking. Beans on toast. You love the bean joke. And I'm sure you're still processing it. The focus of this all hands is you. <laughs> I know like many of you want to know dress. what has happened. The aliens have invaded. And what's next. And I want to answer all of your questions. That is what this all hands is all about. And we have a lot to cover. To start, I've seen many questions 
that talk about the process. To talk to them like your children who are about to be sent to war. So that's where we'll begin. <laughs> I'm gonna hand it off to Brett, the chairman of our board, to speak to you all directly about how we reached today's announcement. Brett. Poor subtitling. Yeah, thank you, Parag. Um, I, I want to talk through the process, but I actually just want to start by expressing my gratitude to all of you. Um, running Twitter, like all of you do every day, oh, is not an easy job. Um, there's a ton of stakeholders, a lot of opinions from the world, and running it amidst all that has been swirling around Twitter over the past few weeks is nothing short of remarkable. And So remarkable. Um, the whole board, and I, I just want to speak on behalf of everyone, is just really grateful to all of you for keeping your heads down as you've been able is to. Is that what they've been doing? Keeping, um, this isn't this the train sum running. for crying um, out I also just want to acknowledge all the emotions of today. Um, it is an emotional oh, day. I want to acknowledge sweet. it. Um, and, uh, first things first, really our emotions. Um, everyone uh, on this call. Um, so let's talk about the process. Um, the board received Elon Musk's proposal on April 14th. And since then, the board uh, took on a process that we really tried to make thoughtful, comprehensive, and deliberate. Um, and we've had a, a number of discussions between the two parties. When we were considering a pro the proposal, it was really in light of... It's funny, I think we can pause it here, Olivia. It's funny to listen to a guy uh, who has to answer to business people, have to explain to people who are governed only by emotions, hi kids, this is yeah. how business works. We First we got offered a bunch of money and people said no because it was mean. And then the people who make the money said, hey, we would like to double our money. And then therefore we accepted it. Too bad. That's what that's what these people need. If there's, and I'm not saying it's everybody oh, or even most people at Twitter, but if they're sitting there crying, oh, you know, your emotions and this, like, this is what these people need to be told, like children. Hey, guess what? Too bad. You're here to work. People get to have opinions that are different from yours. Too bad. Yeah, like crying out loud. I mean, look, I just want to put it out there. Like, I don't, I don't necessarily trust Elon Musk, but I'm so intrigued to see where this is going. Um, and I'm quite excited to see it in a weird way. But that <laughs> speech, my, oh, I, I don't even know what to say, really. It's, the aliens it have landed. Like they're about they're to, killing people by yeah, the millions. <laughs> gates of Mordor has just opened, and they're like, right, what do we do now? <laughs> like, they're, they're, they sound so worried. They sound like they're about to cry. Oh, no, some people that we disagree with is going to be allowed to say things that we disagree with and that we That's don't right. like. We can't shut them down. Oh, the horror. Like, it's just, it's pathetic is what it is. These are pathetic human beings. Wow. Is what I'm going to say. Black pill yeah, with Lewis Brackpool. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Apologies. And sip from his pub mug. Um, Elon Musk, and we've got more on that. Elon Musk even stated, and this is what I was talking about earlier, about people openly disagreeing with him. I think it was a Twitter engineer who disagreed with him on Twitter so many layers to this. He said the mm. suspending of New York Post from Twitter was incredibly inappropriate. Again, this is what people are fighting against. Just like the don't say gay bill. It's mm. really weird when people fight against these things that five to ten years ago were obviously and for good reason not a terrible thing. Like Elon Musk is saying that it was bad that we banned a news company for exposing materials that were real. And just because we didn't, mm. we were told not to believe that it was real. That's what news companies are supposed to do: present you with their mm -hmm. findings. And now, if mm -hmm. you don't agree with it, if Twitter or the engineers with their emotions at Twitter don't think something can be verified, then it doesn't get to be shown. Like, how many pictures of models need to be taken down? If we want to go the super feminist route, because those aren't true to life. I believe trending mm -hmm. on the side there was Kim Kardashian getting accused of photoshopping her belly button out of a photo. So should that be banned? Should Kim Kardashian, if she did that, be suspended from Twitter until she deletes her photoshopped photo for misinformation? Until yes. It, until it can be verified by totally independent Washington fact-checkers. Obviously, I mean, no. Okay. Um, yeah, obviously. No, this is it, Andrew. I mean, the problem with it is... You're going to find people that you disagree with in life. That's just life. But if you want safe spaces, why don't you create your own? Why don't you create your own social media? Like <laughs> what we've been told 
for years and years and years. Why don't you create your own uh, social media? Off you go. Why don't you transfer to another one that, that helps with your safe space? Listen, <laughs> like it or not, Twitter should be really for everyone to go on and discuss ideas. It is a playground of ideas. And if you don't like that, and if you don't like dissenting opinions, then maybe it's not for you anymore. But because now I, there are so many people that should be reinstated, by the way, that I think would be so entertaining. Whether you agree with them or not is another issue. But there are so many people that need to come back and just uh, so many havoc. sultans <laughs> and um, Iranian warlords and Taliban accounts. Oh, yeah, all of them. Yeah, um, all of them. Let's yeah, show Olivia um, Sonny Hostin or whatever her name is from The View complaining that Elon Musk wanting free speech is white supremacy. And then we'll roll that into Joy Reid's insanity on a different show. Full, this one's a bald woman instead of just crazy, a panel of crazy women. But uh, Sonny Hostin, let's play what she had to say from just the intellectual battleground that is The View. She's saying that Elon Musk wants to bring out... His version of free speech is white supremacy, I believe. Gosh. And in fact, on Twitter, it is predominantly straight white men. So when Elon Musk you know says, wow, this is about free speech, it seems to me that it's about free speech of straight white men. And so uh. let them have it. Let them just go at it. I enjoy <laughs> the block button on Twitter. Um, I think it has a real outsized influence in, in, in our world because politicians oh, and celebrities are on it. And in fact, on Twitter, she it is predominantly said, straight right? white men. So when Elon Musk says, wow, this is... She basically just said straight white men on Twitter should just go at it. <laughs> it's what she just said. Let them argue with each other. I'd like to know where Sonny plans on going next. She can go to Parlor. She can go yep. to Getter. She can go to mm -hmm. Gab. She can go to Mines. And guess what? The uh, <laughs> You're not going to find what you want on any of those, for better or yeah. for worse. So Tumblr. <laughs> if you created this echo chamber that no longer echoes what you want, Guess what? You told all the people you disagree with to go somewhere else. So now you don't have anywhere else to go unless you want to go on Facebook and Instagram, I guess. But um, it's such a problem to you that people can say what they want. She's right about the blocking stuff. Just don't if, – mm -hmm. if Trump comes back on and you don't like it, just don't follow him. Just block him or yeah. something. But well, this is it. I want to know her statistics on how many white men are on Twitter. <laughs> Yeah, well, exactly. And this is the thing. And then people say, oh, it's anti-free speech to block. No, it's not. You don't You don't have to force people. I'm going to force everyone now to subscribe to my YouTube <laughs> channel because you have to, right? No, this is this is ridiculous. Of course you're allowed to block and mute people if you want. This is ridiculous. And that, I'm playing devil's advocate here. Um, so, yeah, <laughs> blocking someone isn't anti-free speech, by the way. You don't have to be forced to, to look at people's content. And it's the same with these left-wing people who are just saying all this nonsense about how oh you know oh, it's so horrible that there's people with dissenting opinions you don't have to look at it by the way you could maybe you can turn off your screen and go outside how about that Do you know we what already I mean? showed so, the tyler the creator tweet from years oh, ago yeah yeah that, that's it. that will be on band um yeah, that will be on band but there's something as well an interesting development i don't know if olivia could bring this up but on twitter i think raging far leftists have been saying oh well if it's free speech then i can say that that um and i quote this is from them saying that they want to kill elon musk and things like that which is absolutely insane and they think that they can get away with something like that because <laughs> they've never had to actually think about it lewis they've never actually had to think i saw one yesterday that uh, some woman with terrible the bio you'd expect um puts up this chart that says um, you were probably, were you banned or, from social media? Yes, and has the two platforms. Was the government doing it? Then your free speech was violated. Were you probably just being a dick about something? Then no. Mm. And that's what their understanding of this is, is that people are only banned or shadow banned or suspended if they're just being mean. So this is just a way mm. of society correcting you from being mean. That's the long and short of what they think this is. They just think that the they're completely unaware, blissfully unaware maybe in some cases, that... People are actually being censored for political reasons and for yeah. ideological reasons. It's not just somebody's being mean needlessly and bullying somebody mm -hmm. that they're suspended. But this is a rudimentary understanding from adult 
women on The View in their 40s and 50s, oh, the only reason that free, somebody would want free speech is so that they can insult the person of their choice. Mm. It's just, it, it's hard for me to, and we're about to show the bald lady, Joy Reid. Um, it's hard for me to imagine that adults who are, have, are paid this much money and have this much uh, viewership given to, gifted to them are this uninformed or they're just lying. So it's just like, how can you have this point of view? It must have never been challenged. It's like talking to a 16-year-old who never really thought mm. about, you know, the consequences of making fun of another person in passing and the piling on of that. They never thought about the consequences of what they do. So these people have never thought mm. about the consequences of handing the power of speech to somebody because the person currently in power is who they agree with. The pendulum remember, will swing. Yeah, and, and remember... Elon has made it clear that he has to work within the law, <laughs> for crying out loud. Like they say that, oh, everyone could just start breaking the law then and start saying, start saying really, yeah. really, really like Threats, <laughs> unlawful things, stuff like that. It's, don't you think it's fascinating though, Andrew, that this is this has caused like such a stir within the within the media, within society in general. Twitter, uh, an app that you go on just to post statuses. I mean, it shows you the current, um, well, the the current state of society now that we're so dependent on on things like this. We're so dependent on this online playground. It's quite fascinating to watch, and that's coming at it from a philosophical angle in a weird way. I just can't. I mean, with my accent, it's quite difficult to do. <laughs> but uh, it also sounds so intelligent that. at the same time. Thank you very much. Okay, let's play this clip before we get too far ahead of ourselves. Well, and the bottom line is, as you said, if they want, they don't want to just be in the club. They are, they are on the, you know, they've been described as being on the outside of the culture, looking in through the glass. But they don't just want to come in. They want to come in and be able to punch people in the face and walk around and laugh about it. And I thought we were supposed to punch to Nazis. Them. The, the thing is, the only <laughs> enjoyment they get out of being in this town square is being able town to harass square. people, being able to attack people. There was a time when people had the double hashtags around their names because they were Jewish. And right-wingers were brackets, saying, get in actually, the oven anytime hashtags. you made any benign comment on Twitter. They attacked women. The, the, you know, the misogyny was crazy on Twitter for a while. Elon Musk, I guess he, you know, he misses the old South Africa in the 80s. He wants, uh, he wants that back. Ah, uh, yes, of course. So the only... He wants apartheid back. <laughs> Is that what she was saying? Yeah. She wants apartheid. <laughs> She's a literal crazy person. I prefer when this was a time of terrible apartheid. Elon, Elon wants you to have an opinion. That means that he believes in the apartheid That's right. in South Africa. You must want World War II to happen again. <laughs> These are the people. Luckily, MSNBC oh. doesn't get a lot of views other than Rachel Maddow, who basically <laughs> is Michael Knowles. But uh, I digress, as they say. What else did we have here from Lewis Brackpool? It says... A nice quote about freedom of expression, or is that is that a story? Oh, that's a tweet. Oh yes, that was Amnesty International, wasn't it? Right. Where they tweeted out saying two words: toxic Twitter. Mm. And my response is: ah, freedom of speech and expression is actually a human right. Yet Amnesty International isn't interested in protecting these rights. And I said, how about one word: charlatans? Because I believe that they are. Who is allowing their Twitter person to just make these comments? Oh. Like, why are they given this much leeway to just post opinions? Know. Like, it's the so Rebel like News... unprofessional. <laughs> the Rebel News Twitter, blessed Yakov, he doesn't just post on mm. the Rebel News Twitter. I think Joy Reid's an idiot. <laughs> like, can you imagine <laughs> that? Like, oh, he like, works so hard. Um, he Yankee, does. So, uh, My yeah. point is, why, why does Amnesty International want to do, like... A sassy, punchy tweet like that. What's the gain here? I don't know. I don't know. Nobody I don't get it. That's why I saw knows. it and went, what? I said, I said, what? Are you serious? A human rights organization is making a jibe on freedom of expression and freedom of speech. Clearly, they're, they're not interested. <laughs> they don't care. A jibe. Uh, charlatans, really. We've got, we mentioned the one MP in England who had a street named after them. Lewis, there's another yes. MP who did something else. You want to fill us in on that one? <laughs> Let me just uh, get it up. <laughs> I'm not sure what look. you mean. 
Oh, well, let's have a look. The Evening Standard have put out a, <laughs> a news article saying a Tory MP was watching pornography on his phone That's in the House do. of Commons. Oh, my God. <laughs> Elected so <concerned> officials. <laughs> what was he thinking? He's really conservative um, as well. So conservative. Like I keep saying, and it proves my point, conservatives in the UK are basically liberals. So um, let's have a little look. So conservative cheap whip uh, Chris Heaton-Harris has launched an investigation into the report. Um, investigation, an investigation has been launched into claims that a Tory MP watched pornography on his phone in the House of Commons chamber. Uh, conservative cheap whip Chris Heaton-Harris has confirmed the probe and described such behaviour as uh, wholly unacceptable. <laughs> Uh, a woman minister reportedly told colleagues about the incident at a meeting of Conservative MPs in Westminster on Tuesday, and it was corroborated by a colleague. A statement from the, the Conservative Whip's office said, the chief whip is looking into this matter. So, I... <laughs> what do you think? Should we? Should MPs be watching uh, pornography in their time when they're supposed to be debating. Yeah, no, they should be doing what their job is. <laughs> now, my first instinct was, what did this woman see? Was it actually pornography? Yes. Blah, blah, blah. Yes. But I don't see any denial from that because if, if I were the guy and somebody accused me of that and it was obviously untrue and I was looking at, you know, Formula One statistics as Lewis would do, I'd be like, what the hell? This person's lying. She's trying to smear me. But I don't see that anywhere, which kind of makes me believe that it's probably true, Lewis. Yeah. I mean, I would like to be the fly on the wall anyway of the of the, of the woman going and reporting it, being like, I saw him looking at some BDSM during some life. <laughs> I don't even think you should report the person. You should just acknowledge, like, understand, maybe tell the person, hey, dude, yeah, this is really weird and creepy that you're yeah, doing this. What are you doing? You don't. I, we must report this person. This person must be reported for not being gallant enough. But, you know, it's gross. Oh. It's creepy. You shouldn't do it, obviously. It's I think he probably strange. did it my guess we'll follow up on that for sure <laughs> i will look into the matter i will look into the matter and you will go and interview him won't you <laughs> what were you watching porn in the house of commons mate whilst we're supposed to be debating <laughs> everything has to be done from that street tough british angle um absolutely i mentioned some people might be watching this looking for things to clip because they don't like us um <laughs> There's an anti-hate group in Canada, and of course, CBC anti-hate group. Of course, CBC has eaten it up completely. Now, we all know, whether it's conservative or liberal, if there's something called the anti-hate group or the oh, yeah. uh, leftist watch, they're... Anti-fascists. Yeah, no matter which side it's coming from, if you've dedicated your group to saying we're stamping out hate, which we now see with places like uh, the NAACP, and you think these things that used to be good, these things that used to have real purpose, it's really gone by the wayside. So if you've started a, a group that's against hate, we, we pretty much all know what that really means. It's I'm against things that other people, I'm going to find things that other people might be offended by so that I can further my own political cause. And CBC loves that. They've called um, to, for policing of social media platforms in more cases. And they also want at an additions to the list of hate symbols. And of course, Elizabeth Thompson, who's paid by the state, is really doing the state's work here. Please, state, pay me more. And they're getting raises. Maybe you can bring <laughs> that up after. Pay me more to produce more crap like this. Now, let's read the article, um, and then we'll bring up how CBC's getting raises afterwards. Federal government should appoint a regulator with the power to force social media companies to disclose information to help fight far-right extremism, an anti-hate group told MPs Tuesday. So for some reason, they're listening to this group of nobodies. Um, Evan right. Balgord, executive director of the Canadian Anti-Hate Network, which totally isn't up, a made-up thing, said to the an ombudsman person, an ombudsperson could put more pressure on tech companies to do more to reduce online harms, which, of course, we know translates to silence people I don't like. We can't do it on Twitter Basically. anymore, so we need to do it on yeah. Facebook and through the law. The idea is that yep. you have an ombudsperson, a, regula a regulator, a well-resourced one, which one can crack down on anybody, with investigate investigatory powers so they can kick down the door of Facebook and take their hard drives. So... <laughs> 
They just want to get, and they're so anti-hate, and they're so anti-fascist, and CBC's so left-wing and so anti-government that Mm. this guy should be able to go and kick down the doors of Facebook and demand their hard drives so that we can get information on people that we disagree with, because it's not going to be terrorists. And we can all agree that people who are making threats against the country and against politicians should be dealt with in a legal manner to the fullest extent of what is appropriate Mm. at the time, not... Billy and Sally posting, it's a lot of Billy and Sally's here. Johnny and Susie posting a Confederate flag, not um, Billy and Susie on the other side posting a BLM flag. The problem here is, Lewis, that these people are, and I'm going to be a little bit mean here, these people are not bright enough to understand that while these people are in power and they give them the power to go and kick down Facebook's door for what they see as extremism, what happens mm-hmm. when a conservative government comes in and they have the power to come in and kick down the doors for left-wing extremism? The pendulum will always swing back, and what you're doing is giving these absurd powers to people that agree with you right now, but in 10 years they might not be, and they're going to be coming after you and what you say. And like we said, or like I said, of course we all disagree with real extremism, but Absolutely. when it's— you know, CBC pushing anti-hate network to say, hey, you better go kick down Facebook's door and take this person's identity so we can dox them online and make them ostracized because they disagree with us. That's the reality here. And it will come back to ruin our society. Yep. And a um, couple of questions. Uh, okay. I'd like to know their definition of what far right is. Of course we do. And I'd love to hear their definition of what extremist views are um because speaking uh, out mean, against it, avocado farming i believe is going to be one of them that's an extremist view mate and you know we're gonna to have to knock down your door for it so you know off in the wagon mate um so the thing is it reminds me and that does remind me of the non-hate crime incidents um and you know ever since i brought it up i think it's, it's stunned a couple of people, especially over in America and Canada when I explain about that. I don't know if um, if Olivia could be so kind to, to find them, the non-hate crime incidents that happened in the UK mm. uh, for quite some time, where literally some people would have police turn up to their door because someone had reported them on Facebook for Facebook posts. Now, this isn't posts saying... Um, I, I'm going to um, murder X, Y, and Z or anything like that. It's just posts where there'd be limericks, people posting <laughs> limericks, which is one of them, um, and of memes, another one. Uh, so if you post memes, the, the police basically just turn up to your door um, and then they, they record it as a non-hate crime incident, mm-hmm. meaning that, um, that there's no list. crime necessarily committed but it's uh, it's it's not a crime that's necessarily being committed, but we're still going to know it down. And um, it was unlawful, so, it turns out. What do you know? Exactly. Let's let's read this just quickly. Okay. Um, recording of so-called non-crime hate incidents by police forces in England is an unlawful interference with freedom of expression. True. The court has appealed. Has ruled. Court court of appeal has ruled. Excuse me. This morning, the court struck down college. Um, of policing uh, guidance which encouraged police forces to record any non-crime incident perceived by the victim or any other person to be motivated by hostility or prejudice. Mm. Civil liberty groups have had expressed a concern that such recording interfered with the right to free speech. Citizens who reported for a hate incident could be blacklisted on police Databases, (laughs) Databases, <laughs> and I believe the number was about 120,000. Um, so 120,000 bigots. 120,000 bigots in England. Um, I believe that that was the number. I need to be fact checked on that. But that happened for a span of years, and that was the big talking point over here in the UK. Um, there are even people, for example, a commentator over here. Um, his, his name's Darren Grimes. He was uh, under investigation because he had a he interviewed a, a man named David Starkey who made a, a comment and it was in regards to slavery and he was cancelled completely over here um, in England. They, they stripped um, lots of different uh, things off of him. He was a historian, a writer, and the interviewer, because he didn't call, at, call him out on what he said, 
he was then investigated by police because it could have been a non-hate crime incident. So even interviewers were um, under some sort of libel or under scrutiny at the time. So your story there reminds me of what happened over in England and, of course, the UK and has been happening for a while. And it will continue to happen, I think, even though the, the Court of Appeal has said, look, no, let's, we're going to scrap this. We're not going to do it anymore. Yeah, 120,000. That's where I read it from. Um, yes, yeah, to be deleted. <laughs> yeah, whistle Bob the Builder tune. Whistled Bob the Builder tune at a neighbour and a swimming teacher accused of allowing a boy to bang his head due to his ethnicity. Like, it's just wacky. I mean, we're trying to outwoke the Americans here, but still, it reminded me of that. It reminded me of of, of what you know is is happening. And we, of course, got the online safety bill that's going to be that's going to be coming back. Oh, say coming back, um, being pushed through, and we, we're going to see this all over again. I, I, I predict. But that story that you brought up just reminded me of all that, and I thought I'd uh, put my twenty pence on a say there. So thank you for that. <laughs> it's like a you gun like... registry for people who are thinking about buying guns. Basically, you liked a gun yeah, photo basically. on Facebook. You're on a list. <laughs> yeah, um, let's bring up the CBC getting pay raises before. We, and then let's go to any paid chats we have, and we'll see how much time we have left as we earn cryptocurrency Ooh. on our Brave browser. See, by watching Rebel News, you earn us micro cents in crypto. Awesome. Uh, I think it was a story maybe on rebelnews.com. CBC said to get raises. But... Um, Interesting. Maybe we don't have it. We'll find it after. I promise you it exists. CBC's <laughs> getting raises, but maybe not. Um, we'll find it later. Lewis, uh, do we have any paid chats to get to, team? Yay, we do. Somebody loves you, cool. Lewis. Thank you. That's very kind. It's usually we have new emails. graphics. <laughs> Trini Canadian. That would be a person from Trinidad and Tobago. Who has the better beard? Andrew says or Me. Lewis Brackpool? It's a toss-up. Maybe Olivia can be the deciding vote. That's not fair. It's not fair for Lewis because yeah, she has let, to see me every day. Yeah, let Olivia vote. No, the people should vote. True. Olivia, sorry, we're rescinding the female vote. Women's suffrage is gone. Um, yeah, if you want to tweet at us or maybe send us a carrier pigeon note or yeah, do that. pay another chat, for that can be an ongoing thing. My beard is only like a week old because I shaved. Whenever we have a long weekend, I shave because it just gets so itchy. Lewis dyes see, his, as you can all, see. My, my <laughs> he dyes the mustache. If I let it all grow out, well, yeah, it'll just, just be one, one top like, to bottom. Matt. Isn't the reason you dyed your beard is because when you were on Downton Abbey uh, season two, episodes three to five, that they didn't want it to be that color? They didn't want you to appear too Irish? What is your obsession, okay, with me being on Downton I just Abbey want people to happened. know that Lewis had a, an acting career before that Rebel is News. That is fake news. Rebel News exclusive. Um, CBC on track to dish out well over $12 million in pay raises. Ah. It was not a fake story. It is from Canada's own, Canada's own Sheila Gunn-Reed. While the rising cost of living is a major issue for Canadians, Paychecks keep climbing. Let's see how much they are. You can go to rebelnews.com and or go to Sheila Gunn-Reed's journalist page to find this. Um, let's see. $12 million in pay raises. 20, 2021, 20, and 20. Yeah, so, you know, this other thing is, oh, it's only, they lied. It's only $11,989,000. Um, <laughs> the funny thing is, is how hard it is to get this stuff out of them. Because they don't like telling people about how much money they're spending. Go read the whole story. It, it gets into more about, um, you know, rising costs in the country and inflation. And, you know, if we were maybe we should just abolish all student debt and everything will be fine. But I read that story from Sheila Gunn Reed. I told you it was true, Lewis. Any more paid chats? Yeah. Go ahead. Should I do this one? Cheryl Dawn V. Lewis, Putin said if it comes down to nukes, they would nuke you UK first for sending special forces to help Ukraine. Thanks for that. Um, I'm having <laughs> trouble sleeping um, usually, so that's really helped. Um, yes, I have heard that, and I try not to talk about it. I have trouble sleeping because of climate change. 
Do you? Well, yeah. I have Putin anxiety and climate anxiety, so you know I'm more woke than you. Mate. I'm so, so pro climate change movement that like I turn all the heat off when it's hot. I turn off the air conditioning and I just walk around the backyard naked. When it's cold, mm -hmm. I just wear like six layers of clothes and just sit in my mm -hmm. basement and just plot things. Mm. <laughs> yeah, that sounds brilliant. Can't wait for you to visit the UK and just see that for a week. You don't have basements there, do you? Uh, yes. Um, okay, it's Florida it. that doesn't have basements. That's not a basement. There's a window. That's not a basement. Yeah, you wouldn't dare turn the camera to the right, would you? No, I wouldn't. Yeah, that's no, what I, I thought. He's lived across the street from Scotland on one of those classic British streets where it's a narrow road winding. They've all got the little waist-high fences between the houses, and there's just a field across the street. It's predictable, Lewis. It is predictable, and you love it secretly, and you it's wish it was not a secret. There. I don't wish I was there, but I do love it. You I do. wish I could go there. I wish I could go to 90s England. Yes. Where everybody's England wearing Union nice. Jack suits. and What's the movie? I'm uh, going to bring it back. European Vacation. Have you ever seen that movie? No, I haven't. Okay. No, they're I haven't. Any the first stop, yeah, it's hilarious. Their first stop in Europe is in England, and <laughs> they right. hit this guy well, with a car. Wrong. They hit this, this guy with a car, and he's too polite to have a problem with it. <laughs> maybe we can play that uh, at the end there, uh, Olivia. European vacation, and then maybe just England, guy hit by a car, something like that. Any more paid chats before we go? Oh, well, that's sad. That's sad, Lewis. That is sad. Um, I'll go for my show tomorrow. It is with Chrissy Clark from The Daily Caller. She was here mm. in Canada for some reason. I guess her family's from here. Um, Chicago accent, though. So it's another person I had to make fun of their accent, Lewis. A lot of this. You always love doing that. The letter A, sax, and wat. <laughs> um, what's coming up from you, Lewis? Um, well, hopefully soon we will be releasing the Great Reset documentary, the first part, which is very Looking exciting. I, I, I've watched um, Kian's edit. It's absolutely fantastic. Um, yeah, he's brilliant editor. So um, I'm looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to sharing peop um, with people that documentary. I've also, <laughs> I've also just done a report as well on how Putin is telling us, well, say Putin, sorry, the European Union is telling European citizens to stay at home um, and work from home to beat Vladimir Putin. Um, so maybe if I turn my aircon down, I might not get <laughs> nuked. So, you know, I'm going to try it, see if it works. Um, but I don't report on that on ukreporters.co.uk. You can go and check that all out there. And you'll have a great time listening to this annoying British voice all the time. There don't I am. Don't put yourself down. There, it's so, not funny when you're making fun of yourself. The thing is, right... There is a conspiracy now that uh, they do the thumbnails. Someone at Rebel does the, the thumbnails mm -hmm. just so that I pull faces. And um, What does that mean, yeah, you pull I, faces? Well, I'm reporting, and it's like a quick little shot of me pulling a silly face. Ah, I see. Minister this is a very... Faces. I'm Lewis Brackpool, and I'm here investigating things in my rain jacket. Farmer's jacket. Oh. <laughs> How long is I'm this clip, feel. Olivia? Do we need a song, or is this clip more than the two minutes or something? Okay, we'll go ahead and play that. Um, thank you, Lewis Brackpool. Every single day, Rebel New... We have two more? Wow. Bless you, it. people. Let's do it. GGCT says, I so love you two together on the show. Thank you. Make... Make my laugh, which is even more in, uh, needed these days. Thanks, and Lewis mm. has the better beard by far. Yes, thank Listen, you. Listen, Lewis. All right, you. after this next super Love chat, it. I have a, a rant that I have to go on for a moment before we leave. Go ahead. People have spoken. So Trina Canadian once again. Uh, Andrew says, "Stop giving our Lewis v. Brackpool. Uh, we got your back, Lewis. Thank you very much." See? You damn yes. Brits. I'm so happy. I'm All right, so Lewis, happy. I have a big problem these days with captions <laughs> and subtitles, and this just reminded yeah, me of it. Yeah, man. You know on yeah, when you watch something with subtitles on it, the people right. who are writing these subtitles take so many liberal liberties with what they're typing, and I noticed it watching Chef Ramsay stuff. They just leave out portions. They put, change words for different words. Who do you people think you are? You think you can just change the words on captions? You know what for I'm going to say? 
you know what I'm going to say? Cry more, mate. Cry Play more. the clip, Olivia. Rebelnews.com slash live streams. Who do these people think they are? You can't just change the words that were meant to be in the show. Yes, you can't just put in whatever you invented want. invented it. This is great. I must say, Danes are certainly a. I've not seen this. Much smoke. I'm really sorry. I'm just trying to get us back to our hotel. I'm an American. I hope you're enjoying our country. Well, we are. Yes, yes. Oh, don't worry about little things like this. No trouble at all. I mean, fortunately, I was driving on the right side of the road, which is called the left side of the road. That's that's the whole problem. Listen, let me just get this for you. No, no, no. The least I can do is get it back from your car. You keep that. Take it back to New York as a memento. What? Well, thank you very much. It's very kind of you, honey. Here's another one. Thank you. Here's another one. Oh, I, I think it. they hit somebody I've with a car, too. European Vacation. There's a whole series of movies called the Vacation Movies. It started with Christmas Vacation. No, Vacation, Christmas Vacation, then this one. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it's this guy, of course, you'll recognize. This is how all British people are. Okay, see you next time, Lewis. Thanks, everybody. Rebelnews.com slash live streams. Go buy some misunderstood merch at the Rebel News store. Yes. Oh, yeah, I hate to bother you, but we're from the United States. We're staying at the Royal Imperial Windsor Arms. Royal Imperial Windsor? Yeah, oh, very nice hotel. Well, yeah, we like it. It's a little small. Yeah. Well, you, uh, you go...